Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, there's been a lot of talk lately about uh, the health of the president, uh, mental health of the president. Uh, Paul Krugman, oh, he is, he's so sad. He, I just don't know if he's going to make it. He's very sad. Uh, the the um, media has asked some doctors whether they wanted to comment on this at all. And the the scientists, the doctors, the media say that, you know, we, we can't do that. Uh, that's not rooted in science. Oh, but was it rooted in science when you tried to do it to Donald Trump? I'm just I'm just asking because this seems pretty obvious. I don't think we need a scientist here, but it's good to always have one handy, I guess. So how does the 25th Amendment actually work? And quite honestly, is it going to be as effective as I unfortunately think the Mayorkas impeachment is going to be? That ain't going anywhere. We're going to ask the senator from the great state of Missouri, Eric Schmidt. He is a former attorney general. This guy's a doer and a believer, and uh, he's on the program in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, however, world's greatest love stories, part nine. Yes. Yeah. Part nine. It's been a long, long day. And love just keeps going on and on. It's Valentine's Day. Did you remember? You know, it was Valentine's Day at the White House uh, yesterday. Uh, it was probably some clerical error, I'm sure. But uh, President Biden shuffled into a late, late dinner with his wife, the lovely and talented Dr. Jill Biden. It's about three o'clock yesterday afternoon. Powerful, kind of wiry strength. He took her in his arms and sniffed her hair and planted a kiss right there on the top of her head. He said to her, Here's to another 40-11 years, Margaret. Uh, he began to lean in for the kiss. And this is when the Secret Service found him in the closet uh, and took the mop away from him. But this Valentine's Day, I just want you to remember, this is the guy in charge of our economy. So this Valentine's Day, ask yourself, wouldn't you rather just be shot in the head by Cupid, just an arrow through your eye, than trust this guy with the economy and believe all of his experts that we're going to be fine? May I suggest Lear Capital. Lear Capital, with over $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee. Lear is the place to buy gold or silver. They're the leader you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guide, and Lear will also credit your account $250 toward your purchase. They're only doing that for you because you're a Glenn Beck listener. So an extra $250 toward any purchase, all from Lear. Call them now at 800-889-3070. I, I got it. It's 174... No, it's 800 800- Can you put him back in the closet? 889-3070. Lear Capital. Welcome, Senator Eric Schmidt. How are you? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? 
Uh, well, I'm, I'm really good. I've got a couple of things I need to ask you. First, one that everybody is asking, and I, I am sorry that maybe, you know, I, that, I'm, that I have to bring this up, but are, is there any relation between you and John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? <laughs> well, his name is my name, too. And uh, whenever we okay. go out, All right, uh, good. <laughs> whenever we go out, the people always shout. There goes good. John yeah. Jacob Jingleheimer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So, uh, the first of all, let's start with the Mayorkas thing. It's coming now over to the Senate late February, according to Schumer. Um, and uh, I mean, I think there's plenty of reasons for him to be uh, uh, impeached. Uh, one is just just lying to the American people over and over again in front of Congress under testimony uh, under uh, oath that the border was secure when it clearly wasn't. But is this going anywhere in the Senate? Well, we'll see. Um, uh, Schumer issued a statement yesterday. Um, the, the process would be it comes over. The House managers literally will, will walk it over. It's received by the Senate. And what's supposed to happen is all the senators then are immediately sworn in as jurors. And uh, we act as jurors in a trial. Now, I, I suppose Schumer could try some sort of... Um, some trickery to try to table it or dismiss it or something. But the way it's supposed to work is we're supposed to hear evidence uh, and ultimately make a decision. Now it would take a super majority, not a simple majority to convict. Um, right. So we'll see if, if the Democrats ultimately sort of, you know, rally here, but I do think there's a lot, there's a lot of play. I mean, one of the things that uh, in this debate about this border security, so-called border security bill, which is a total disaster and actually made things worse um, and weakened our immigration laws. But one of the things that's on the books right now is this ability for parole, right? You can parole people in the United States. It's supposed to be extraordinary. Uh, it's supposed to be individualized, a case-by-case sort of basis. Um, you know, Mayorkas and this administration have paroled entire classes of people, people from, in, you know, in, in, just because they're from a particular country. That's a clear violation of law. He's obviously lied before Congress. Right. And so we'll see what those articles of impeachment look like. And then as jurors make a decision based on the facts and the evidence and, um, you know, upholding our oath. So there has been so much going on. I mean, I listened to the news this morning and it was all about the different cases uh, against uh, Donald Trump. Uh, we have, I mean, lawfare is the way of the future, it seems. You know, this is, um, I wish uh, the Democrats would take their blue jerseys off for a minute and look at this uh, in a way of, of how does this affect our republic long term? We have never, Glenn, ever seen anything like this. I think Trump derangement syndrome is real. Um, these people have completely lost their minds and are willing to do almost anything to not allow the American people to send Donald Trump back to the White House. Because if the election were held today, I think that's exactly what would happen. And I think he's going to win in November. I think they know that. And I think that's why this desperation you see is playing out, whether it's trying to kick him off the ballot. Now, that case was argued, I think that was early last week before the Supreme Court. I would expect them to rule quickly on that and also hopefully in one voice unanimously. Um, there's just no legal basis for him to be thrown off the ballot by the state of Colorado or any state. There's just not. Uh, that's one piece of it. And then trying to throw this guy in jail for the rest of his life is total. It's totally insane. So this is this is the kind of stuff, Glenn, if we're happening somewhere else, you know, our State Department will be warning us about it. This is banana republic kind of stuff.
Yeah. Um, all right. So let me switch to the uh, 25th Amendment. They tried to do this to Donald Trump and the media brought on experts and everything else said how senile Donald Trump was getting, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously not true. This one you can see. I mean, this is not a conspiracy at all. This isn't made up. This you can witness firsthand. And it is terrifying as a citizen to watch a man in charge. But I don't actually know if he is in charge. I don't know who's running the White House. Um, But normally, no matter who it was, right or left, I would be raising the same alarm saying, this is dangerous. But we also have a replacement who Kamala Harris is. I don't know if she'd be any better. Um, You know, she'd at least be alert and there, but I don't know how good she'd be. But the 25th Amendment has to be invoked by the vice president, right? And the cabinet? That's right. A majority of the cabinet. Um, So the president under the 25th Amendment can do it his or herself. I mean, that's not going to happen. Or initiated by the vice president, uh, voted on um, by a majority of cabinet members, essentially. And then that goes to the House and the Senate. Um, Now, there's a little back and forth. Um, theoretically, if this played out between the president saying, no, wait, I am competent. And I'm saying, no, you're not competent. And then ultimately it would go um, uh, to the House and the Senate for a two thirds um, vote to ultimately um, remove or temporarily transfer um, powers to the vice president. So it's obviously it's very it's an extraordinary kind of thing to have happen because you have someone you know elected to be president. Um, so that's why yeah. you have kind of that high bar and that high threshold. However, I don't think, Glenn, it's, it, it, we've never, we've not seen anything like this. I mean, the president, it, you know, was in these, in these interviews, um, as relates to the document case, couldn't remember when he was vice president, couldn't remember the years in which he served as vice president of the United States. People see this playing out every day as he struggles to get through, um, sentences, um, walking from place to place, you know, falling, all of these sorts of things are in, in very in plain view. And I, by the way, I don't take any, any pleasure in that. There's no, I have no, there's no joy no. in that. All of us, all of us, sad. you know, you know, it's, yeah, it's sad. And there's in, in, in that trajectory of age and decline is not the same for everybody, but clearly you see a precipitous decline now in his capabilities. And it's been that deposition was probably case in point, which why we need to see the full transcript of that uh, because there are only bits and pieces of it, of course, in that report that came out, but it's not good. Um, you know, it's a real problem. And to your earlier point, Kamala Harris is a nightmare um, and a total ideologue who's not all that bright. Um, but, you know, if you're if you're talking about she's competent know, mental. Yeah, she's mentally competent. Yeah. I mean, that's the, Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the um, you know, the, the, the only time we have seen something like this, it was kept under under wraps and it was Woodrow Wilson. But they hit it. They hit it from Congress. But once his own party, I think he was in hiding at the White House for like a year. And his wife was actually signing Mm -hmm. all of the things from the White House. And once his own party, the Democratic Party, found out, they said, you're done. You're not running for re-election because she was planning on him running for re-election. You're not running for re-election or we expose the whole thing. And it was it was about this time uh, that they had come to him. It was this close, I think, to an election when they finally came to him. I don't think is there anybody. I mean, do you hear senators talk about this 
on the other side and say, this is dangerous. Yeah, I think that they, in private moments, um, will tell you that uh, uh, this is not the same Joe Biden, certainly that they served with, some people that served with them, um, or even yeah. just a few years ago. You know, it just, it's just not. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. But to your point, yeah, with Woodrow Wilson, who, by the way, I would argue is maybe our worst, pro- he probably is our worst president oh. uh, in American history. Wait, give I mean, me, the, could, give me could... the Valentine's Day music, will you? This guy has just shot an arrow through my heart. I. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was my Valentine's gift from you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. The happy yeah, Valentine's Day, Glenn. Was. Woodrow Wilson is terrible. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is exactly <laughs> what. That is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, his wife was essentially doing everything uh, at the very end. Yeah. And, and it's amazing yeah. that in 20th century America that actually happened. So, um, yeah, people get it. People see it. Um, you know, people who serve with them, people who've been in the Oval Office talking to him, see it right now. Um, it's really a mess. So, but I don't know if anybody can go so, to him. I mean, there's like betting odds of whether he'll end up being the nominee. Um, I, he's not willingly giving this up. He's running. Uh, now I think the Obamas have a lot to do with what's actually going on in the white house. Um, and I know there's a, a theory that Michelle Obama could be put in place at the convention. Hang on, start the um, music again. Start, start the music again. You may be singing music <laughs> to my ears again. Go ahead. What's going to happen there? Michelle Obama could be placed. You know, at the last minute here, yeah. we'll see. But Joe, yeah. B- Joe Biden is not is not willingly going <laughs> softly into that good night. No, I don't think. no. So if he doesn't, I mean, they're trapped. They're really trapped uh, because there's no way that guy will win. I mean, he'll be think about how fast he's declined recently to now. Uh, I mean, he's I mean, imagine if between now and November, there's no way from November to January. I just don't think the guy's going to make it. So there's two. Yeah, I agree. So there's two things outside of the typical like if you were comparing President Trump's record to, to Joe Biden's record, you would say, hey, look, we had a secure border. We had, you know, weight record wage growth across all socioeconomic levels. We were energy dominant. A lot of great things were happening. Right. People, you know, you didn't like them, whatever. But the truth is, America was doing great then. We had no wars. Um, that's what America was for his presidency. All that stuff is very different now under Joe Biden. So under a typical campaign, people would compare, I think Trump wins. Anyway, you've got a couple things happening now that are very different. One is this lawfare. I think it's backfired. And we talked about it earlier. I think it's really backfired. People see it. They know it's dangerous. And I think that will be a motivation for people to say, we're not going to allow that to happen in this country. You may, we may have disagreements, political parties, but there's no way we're going to descend into some third world banana Republic where you're just essentially eliminating presidential, uh, you know, disenfranchising millions of people that way. And then secondly, is this competency thing. People see it. Um, and if you're an independent voter and you haven't made up your mind, um, comparing those two, you know, the, the schedule that, that Donald Trump has, his, you know, his, uh, his energy versus what you see now from Joe Biden um, is a stark contrast. And I think that's why, especially in states like Michigan, you're seeing this polling. I think this is part of it. Senator Eric Schmidt, uh, one of the good guys in Washington, D.C. Thank you for everything that you do and have done and will continue to do. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. You bet. All right, let's um, take a one minute break here and Continue on with the world's greatest love stories, part 10. You know, Snow White really never stood a chance. Not only had she just eaten a poison apple, but she was also a person of color. Sure, 
Before her, it was really pretty much black and white, but now person full color and therefore marginalized and othered in society, much like her seven friends of average height and ambiguous sexuality. But now she was cursed to lay sleeping until some misogynistic pig of a prince could come along and kiss her. Yeah, they had put her in a coffin and he this necrophiliac decides, oh, open up the glass coffin, I gotta kiss that dead body. It's the only thing that could wake the brown-skinned girl weirdly named Snow White. Alright, stop, just to say, this story isn't even believable. I mean, the poison apple, uh, you know, poison apple, the seven gay roommates, yada, 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 but you're telling me this chick can sleep like that from an apple? I don't believe it. I believe it was relief factor sleep just like the regular relief factor that you take for pain yeah perhaps it was relief factor sleep that kept her in that deep sound sleep and she was a little pissed off hey i finally got a good night's sleep i have these seven weirdos crawling all over me all the time i needed a good night's sleep i took some relief factor sleep i feel refreshed but now i got your slobber all over me and what am i doing in this coffin Usually, relief factor sleep can help reduce anxiety and distress, but in her case, not so much. First bottle is only 90, 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight, Snow White. 10 seconds, station ID. Yeah, that's right. Tonight on our Wednesday night special, who is the actual dictator in the race for the White House? The noise from the left has been relentless lately about Trump being a dictator. But remember, whenever the left accuses the right of doing something, they're usually doing that themselves. I hate to use the word dictator. Um, You know, there is a shortened version that I would prefer to use, but I'm not going to. I believe he is um, uh, not necessarily a dictator. He's an administrator like Philip Drew administrator. Um, uh, Woodrow Wilson's uh, favorite book. He read it several times, promoted it while he was in the White House, which is just an average guy who is just there, just administrating the work. And the president isn't really that important because the administrative state is taking care of all of these things. That's how Woodrow Wilson was selling dictatorship to the American people. Uh, Bree Newsom, she just tweeted out, she's a progressive activist she said biden is already a dictator folks fascism is already here under biden pay attention to how popular will is being completely ignored because biden doesn't give an f about what the public thinks if he can maintain his grip on power well now that's weird uh this is a progressive activist now she's upset that you know, President Biden just loves them Jews so much that he's, you know, sending millions over to Hamas. But she's labeling him a dictator. You might think if you're on the other side that, oh, well, I don't mind it. I mean, he's getting things done. You don't want a dictator because if somebody can do that with the Constitution and violate half the country's uh, rights and violate the way our system works, how would you feel about that if it was me in charge? <laughs> now you know the real. Go ahead, boy. Grab it. 
complete your journey to the dark side. Anyway, tonight I'm going to take you through the first. You have no idea what it's like to live in this head. I, I mean, you think it's weird. You only have to deal with it three hours a day. I got to do it all the time. Anyway, tonight I'm going to take you through the first three years of the Biden presidency and show you multiple ways he has governed like a dictator. And this must stop on both sides of the aisle. Join me tonight. Ten times Biden proved he was a dictator. Trump never was. That's tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com, 9.30 p.m. on youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. Wow, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. Oh, wasn't I on radio once? I'm sorry. Just doing a good Joe Biden impression. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, <clears throat> next, we are going to talk to... Uh, everybody's favorite, Greg Stubbe. He is the congressman from Florida. There was a historic vote last night. The GOP controlled House votes to impeach DHS Secretary Mayorkas. What does this mean? This is the first time this has ever happened since 1870. What does it mean? Is there justice and truth in America anymore? Good first step. Greg Stubbe is here to talk about it next. Glenn Beck. Yeah, that's right. World's Greatest Love Stories, Part 11. I'm interested to see how we're going to get through this one. Melania, said the former president, gesturing to his plate. This Trump steak is the greatest steak ever made. I mean, many people are saying so. Perfectly well done. Burnt to a cinder, smothered in ketchup. The way God intended it to happen. Happy Valentine's Day to me. And Melania, not really paying much attention, just smiles because the steak on her plate comes from Good Ranchers. Yeah, Donald, yeah. Right now, when you subscribe to any of their 100% American meat boxes, they'll add one and a half pounds of Applewood smoked bacon for your order for free. Mmm, bacon. 100% American meat, so you can trust every bite. Just go to GoodRanchers.com, pick your box, use the promo code BECK, and enjoy $240 worth of free bacon. Stock your fridge with easy-to-prepare, delicious American meat year-long. Don't know what box to choose? Just try the brand-new Weekly Essentials box. It's GoodRanchers.com. Subscribe and use the promo code BECK and claim the $240 in free bacon. GoodRanchers.com. I just want uh, the Department of Homeland Security to stand down on our next guest, uh, um, Representative Greg Stubbe. He's the congressman from Florida. He lives in Sarasota, uh, and he has four dogs. And my rule is for cats, and there should you know, Homeland Security should be alerted. You are a weirdo cat lady, most likely, or you're going to end up with whole bunches of cats and your dead body half eaten by the cats at some point. Uh, in your future but dogs are a different story so stand down greg stubby is with us hi greg how are you hey good how are you four rescue dogs i might add wow so they're probably they could go over to the cat lady's house at some point and well, at least did, there find wouldn't the be body any cats left so, yeah. two of them two of them are yeah. fair, <laughs> okay <so. laughs> 
Uh, good. Okay, so Greg, last night, historic vote. The GOP, uh, the House members, uh, voted to impeach uh, Mayorkas. First time since 1870, only the second time in our history. Yeah, amen. And and thankfully, Steve Scalise was back to help us get that over the, the hump because we had three Republicans vote no. I can't, for the life of me, understand how you couldn't support impeaching Mayorkas with the systematic failures uh, repeated systematic failures, the deliberate and intentional violations of federal law every single day at our border. But thankfully, we got that done last night by one vote. And uh, it's my understanding that on the 26th, the trial will begin in the Senate and the Senate is not in session uh, this week or next week. So they're going to convey those impeachment articles when they get back. Right. And that means uh, Justice Roberts will be coming to the Senate and he will sit and hold a trial. Um, But if you couldn't get with all of the information, you know, it's not just the three Republicans, which are I mean, uh, did you talk to them? Do you know why they voted against? Is it just because they are in purple areas? No, actually, most of them are in very Republican districts. Uh, Ken Buck has announced his retirement. It's been rumored and reported that he's looking to go to CNN, so that probably explains uh, his decision. Oh uh, McClintock gosh. is yeah. in a Republican district in California. Gallagher is in a Republican district in Wisconsin. And what's interesting is uh, less than a week after that vote, I think it was days of voting no, he announced that he was retiring and not running for re-election. I imagine because mm-hmm. his district lost their mind and blew up his phone and his office and his staff as to why he would vote against that. So if you can't get all of the Republicans on board with some really compelling evidence, I mean, I don't think there's a question. Um, How how exactly are you thinking this is going to go in the Senate or does that is that not the concern of the House? Yeah, I mean, we can't obviously control the Senate. They're going to they have to by the Constitution open up a trial. It is my guess that Schumer's they're going to move it to a committee to try to keep it out of the limelight and let a committee, quote unquote, investigate it. That way they kind of bury it. Um, But they have to move on it. I also anticipate because it's run by Democrats that at some point they'll move to dismiss the impeachment because it's majority Democrat over there. I don't know if that's a majority vote or a 60% vote. My guess would be that's a majority vote, but I, I, you know, this is affecting democratic districts as well. And I'm shocked that all of these Democrats in the house voted against it because some of these Democrats are in Trump one districts and this is going to be a huge election. Oh, uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It, It does. It doesn't even have to be a Trump one. Chicago, the the yeah. Democratic activists on the ground in Chicago are saying enough is enough. I mean, this is not a Democrat Republican issue. I, I don't know how they are going to face their voters either. Yeah, I think politically it helps us tremendously, um, especially in these these moderate districts or these districts that are currently inhabited by a Democratic member of Congress. And we've got Trump on the ballot in November and hopefully his coattails will be long enough to bring people over and we'll, we'll garner more numbers in the house. But uh, the, the systematic intentionality and deliberately violating a federal laws on the border and the things that they put in place soon after they came into office, after Trump had put in place all these policies that were working is a, a, a completely impeachable. I'm frustrated. It took three years to get to this point, but uh, he has no business being in charge of our border. Uh, so we have uh, also a new story coming out that it was Mayorkas that said no to Secret Service detail 
for Robert F. Kennedy, which is crazy. If anybody, you know, uh, knows what happens to people that, you know, run and their name is Kennedy, it would it would be the Kennedy family. And he said no to Secret Service uh, for Robert F. Kennedy. Some would say that's a, a real political move, but. Uh, there were they asked for records. Judicial Watch just got the records from him. They were 99 mostly blank and redacted pages of information. I mean, there's there doesn't seem to be anybody or very few that are actually looking out for the country, the history of our country the future of our country it seems to be a game for so many in washington i have never seen in my lifetime and obviously this has happened and become illuminated in the last couple of years the complete weaponization and politicization of every facet of the executive branch from the doj to the fbi to homeland security using all of their power to go after trump using all of their power to ignore things that Democrats do, using all of their power to go after conservatives. Uh, and, and I'm on the weaponization committee as well, and we've done a lot to illuminate that for the American people. But, of course, the mainstream media is not going to talk about it. You'll talk about it. Conservative people will talk about it. But the mainstream media is not going to talk about it. But it is so deeply rooted, and it goes back to before Trump got elected, where the DOJ and the FBI were spying on Trump's campaign. I mean, that's how deep-rooted the, the deep state is in Washington and exactly why we need Trump in the White House to do away with all of this crap. So this just came out today. Central Intelligence Agency set off the Russian collusion hoax in 2016 when U.S. intelligence officials recruited foreign governments to spy on Democrats' American political opponents. Substack publications, uh, private and racket, or public and racket, revealed new details about the origins of the Spygate hoax. Multiple credible sources tell public and racket that the United States intelligence community, including the CIA, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016. The U.S. intelligence community asked Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance to surveil Trump's associates and share the intelligence they acquire, uh, acquired with U.S. agencies. I mean, this goes so far beyond the, the pale. Stuff that we have instinctively suspected, but now it is, it is verified over and over and nothing changes. Yeah, and not only were they going on offense against their political opponents, President Trump, but they were also going on defense. Remember those 51 intelligence officials that said, oh, the Hunter Biden laptop is just Russian disinformation, all of them signing a letter. And then mainstream media runs with, oh, the, the Hunter Biden laptop's just Russian disinformation. All of the working with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden on all these foreign deals, Russian disinformation. And of course, later we find out the laptop's true. All the information on the laptop is accurate. Bob Alinsky was just up here not too long ago giving testimony testimony that it was all about Joe and all of these foreign leaders knew that and had meetings with him. The, the, the weaponization of the intelligence community, the law enforcement arms by the deep state uh, should worry everybody in this country of uh, what's going on up here. And I don't want to see it, you know, continue to be used 
you know, by the Republicans, just as much as I don't want to see it used by the Democrats. This should concern every American. We we lose the very fundamental principles of who we are and what we expect from our government. There is, you know, when when the bad guys are in cahoots with the police, who do you call? Who do you call? There's nobody to protect you. Um, and, and that's a great point. There's the, Republicans and Democrats that are to blame for this. And just this week, they're going to try to reauthorize FISA, the very program that allowed these intelligence officials to spy on Trump's campaign. Is that going to the House first or the Senate? Yeah, there's the a bill out, out, on the House. So be... that, yeah. And uh, I, I filed a bill that would repeal the Patriot Act, which created the, in, the, the larger uh, pieces of, of FISA that allow people without warrants in violation of your constitutional rights to surveil you uh, under the guise of, quote unquote, domestic terrorism. There's no there's no uh, it, there's a reason why Nancy Pelosi and the deep state calls conservative Republicans domestic terrorists. It's so that they then can use FISA to spy Correct. on you as domestic terrorists. Correct. Correct. So can you um, uh, can you come back on the show next week before that bill goes up for a vote? Let's let's see if we can get some phone calls to uh, Congress to make sure that uh, that's not renewed. That that thing has got to stop. It is it is so out of control. And they keep saying, oh, well, we fixed it. I'm sorry. I don't trust the people who have violated it to fix it. No, no. So, Greg, thank you so much. The abuses are so deep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they are. We've reported on them for a very long time. Greg Stubbe, the congressman from uh, Florida. We'll talk to you hopefully next week. Thank you so much. All right. Well, yet another love story, another Valentine's Day gone for the history books, I guess. This is the last love story that we have. And I just want to. If I could just take a private moment here with you and just say, look, I, I love love. I love lovers. I love lovers who love love. But be safe this Valentine's Day. I don't want to go any deeper than this, but just make sure you have protection. Romeo and Juliet, Cleopatra and Antony, Bonnie and Clyde, Ricky and Lucy, and of course, the cyber criminal in your wallet. Yeah, those are the great love stories of our day throughout history. I'm guessing that you'd like to step in and do something to spoil the romance on that last one because while it is Valentine's Day, what's happening to your wallet isn't a cyber criminal making sweet, tender love. That's not what you're feeling. That's not love. He's just, well, I'll just leave it at that. If you'd like protection, this Valentine's Day? Well, let me tell you a little bit about those who protect. And it would be LifeLock. Yes, now in Magnum size or whatever size they buy. Anyway, your personal information is just out there naked for all the world to see. Hmm, It's that frightening, isn't it? (laughs) You You should see how frightened I am about nakedness for everybody to see it's not it's not pretty it's not pretty so get protection now they can't stop anything no i mean or everything they can't they can't do it they can't do it it's not a guarantee it's it's just it's the best latex out there and it's lifelock 
they're going to want their money back on this. Sorry, no, sorry. No money back guarantee on your ads. LifeLock.com. Go there now. LifeLock.com and save 25% off your first year with promo code BACK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BACK. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Well, our very good friend, uh, Sarah Gonzales, is now... Ho- it's... What? <laughs> So it's Gonzalez. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sarah, good friend Sarah Gonzalez is now hosting the Sarah Gonzalez Un, Unfiltered Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, she's our spicy Latina, or as they like to say in non-Hispanic communities, the very spicy link, uh, Latinx. Latinx. <laughs> Uh, five nights a week now. No holds barred take on the news, politics, and culture. Uh, she also has regular guests and newsmakers to help make sense of the madness. You can watch at Blaze TV, the Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered program. Also, she has the uh, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered YouTube channel, or you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right. Um, I have some sad news for you, Stu. I hate to do this and bring everybody down, but it's actually kind of a happy story and a sad story. Man who created something that we all know and truly love. He was a Michigan native, son of immigrants, worked his way up from a guy who just washing trucks for the company to a senior vice president. And he made something. He came up with something in 1964 that changed everybody's life. Is it a coincidence that I was born in 64 and so was this product? I don't know. But he was raised in Grand Rapids as one of seven children of Dutch immigrants He married his high school sweetheart, Florence, served in the Army Corps and occupied Japan. That's the kind of hate monger he was. But at the age of 16, he started washing the trucks. And then he started taking every job in the company that he could finally, you know, that he could learn from. Five years later, he was full-time position, personnel manager. Still helped out everywhere. 20 years later, he becomes the plant manager. Eventually, the vice president, but he made the vice senior vice president because not only was a good guy, very knowledgeable, but he is the inventor of. Go ahead, Stu. <laughs> I don't think I want to guess. <laughs> All I can think the of pop tart. Is... Oh, okay, pop tarts. Much better than what I was yeah, thinking. Pop-tart. I thought it was going to end much better. What were you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> What were you thinking? No, I just, I thought it was going to get really ugly and I didn't want it to, (laughs) that would have been, (laughs) you had this nice warm story and then it was like VX gas and you're like, wow, really? (laughs) That's a terrible story. Wow. That's no, the reason why this is a sad story is uh, because uh, he just passed on. Seems like a wonderful man. Anybody who, you know, uh, invented the pop tart has to be a, a pretty good guy, but you know, he was he was uh, he retired when he was 56 and then just started serving people and serving the Lord. And he was just it seemed like a really great guy. He just passed away. He was, I think, 91. But man, can you imagine that you go up to heaven? That's a free pass. Yeah. 
I'm the Pop-Tart guy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Come on in. We've been waiting for you. Yeah. The so. good thing is, even at, even today, he's more mentally astute than our president, uh, which is... He is. Yes, he is. It's yes, saying he something. Is. It's saying yes, something. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, if you don't put butter on top of your toasted Pop-Tart, you're not a friend of mine. I just want you to know. And if you've never done that, you need to try. But if you don't like it, don't, 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 don't. Don't, I don't call, don't write. I mean, it's okay. You can have your butterless Pop-Tart if you want. But my friends do it the right the way. The Glenn Beck Program.